Thank you for tuning in as we go through demystifying the DSM. And this um, is actually part of the grief series as well. I am Christy Bundu-Kamara, Dr. B, and I have over 20 years of clinical experience, but my real experience comes from my life. And right now I am going through uh, a personal grief journey, but also really trying to document how do you grieve? And so we've gone through several grief theories um, and I'm trying to apply those and show how do you actually do that? I have experienced intense grief and today I'm talking about um, the DSM criteria for prolonged grief disorder. And part of this I don't think is fair um, because I don't like to have a DSM diagnosis myself, but that's okay, right? Um, the criteria for prolonged grief disorder by DSM is one year. For, for intense grief, losing a child, losing a spouse, um, or any kind of intense grief that really changes your life and change and, and shatters your belief system, all of that um, is going to take you longer than a year. At that year point, you are just ready to start the hard work. And I, I, t I talk about that from experience. So my son Reggie died in 2016 and I started to work through some of these grief things and I really worked through what I call controlled grief. And I think after five years of actively doing controlled grief, um, the intensity and the frequency in which I had to do it decreased. But then my daughter passed away in her sleep December 14th. 2021 and I literally spent the first 10 months still like kind of hyper focused on oh my god I have to turn this pain into purpose I you know and I really didn't do a lot of controlled grief and so now we're working on um, just uh, I'm at 10 and a half months and I've decided I've got to start this grieving process so I'm not going to be done at that one year. And so one year is kind of that arbitrary number, but for the DSM criteria for prolonged grief disorder, you must um, meet that criteria of it being longer than one year. So to meet criteria for prolonged grief disorder, you must have at least three to five of these specific symptoms after one year. Identity disruption. So there's, you know, there's going to be identity dis disruption in intense grief, right? I mean, I even have gone through days where I feel like I'm not a mother. Like my, I, my identity is gone. Both of my biological children have passed. Um, and am I even a mother anymore? And yes, I am a mother, not just because I, I also have adopted children who I love and love me, but because that's who I am. I am a mother. I am Reggie and Maya's mother, right? So if you are still having a lot of that identity disruption uh, is one of, that, one of those criteria. Um, marked disbelief. We all go through periods of 
I can't believe this happened. But if it's to a point of after a year and it is marked and it is, it is causing you not to move forward, not to be able to process uh, this grief, that is a sign of prolonged grief disorder. If you're avoiding reminders, this is the opposite of controlled grief. Controlled grief is you take down pictures and you, you look at them and you cry over them. You bring out old videos. You, um, I, I wear my daughter's clothes. I even have one sweatshirt of my son's that I can fit. And um, those, if you're avoiding those reminders, that's unhealthy. Okay, and that um, can contribute to prolonged grief disorder. If there's intense emotional pain, we all have intense emotional pain. But again, this is after a year and it's impeding function, right? And this is why I will, I'm going to say it over and over and over and over again. You've got to do controlled grief. You've got to have control of when you feel that pain. Otherwise, it's going to come out of nowhere at inappropriate times. And so then you're going to be afraid to actually engage and get back out there. So again, back to that mentally strong method and making those choices. But if you um, are avoiding that emotional pain and it is intense and it is impacting your life, that is also part of an unhealthy grieving process. If you're having difficulty uh, reintegrating, um, I talk a lot about reintegration. Um, I love the six R's. It says reinvest. Like if you are not doing a little bit of that after one year, you are now meeting the criteria for prolonged grief disorder. Emotional numbness. Um, you will have periods of emotional numbness, especially if you're doing controlled grief. There's sometimes I will bring stuff out and I won't even cry. And I know it's painful, right? But it's in a controlled environment. It's not all the time. And I am um, having times where I'm feeling that emotional pain. So kind of overall emotional numbness. If you truly believe life is meaningless, I'm not talking about, you know, in a few seconds when you're feeling that pain, but after a year, and you are just in general feeling like life is meaningless. This is prolonged grief disorder. Intense loneliness is another symptom of prolonged grief disorder. So if you have three to five of these symptoms after one year, you, you should seek professional help, right? Um, you know, maybe you need help kind of initiating and getting started with this grief process. And um, it's important for you to do that. It's important that you take care of yourself. The pain of this loss feels unbearable. But I know that you can do it. I'm doing it. And I know you can do it. Because I believe that you are mentally strong.